2: God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart, but as for me, my feet had nearly slipped, I had almost tripped and fallen, because I envied the proud, and saw the prosperity of the wicked, for they suffer no pain, and their bodies are sleek and sound, in the misfortunes of others they have no share, they are not afflicted as others are, therefore they wear their pride like a necklace, and wrap their violence about them like a cloak, Their iniquity comes from gross minds, and their hearts overflow with wicked thoughts. They scoff and speak maliciously. Out of their haughtiness they plan oppression. They set their mouths against the heavens, and their evil speech runs through the world. And so the people turn to them, and find in them no fault. They say, How should God know? Is there knowledge in the Most High? So then, these are the wicked— always at ease, they increase their wealth. In vain have I kept my heart clean, and washed my hands in innocence. I have been afflicted all day long, and punished every morning. Had I gone on speaking this way, I should have betrayed the generation of your children. When I tried to understand these things, it was too hard for me, until I entered the sanctuary of God, and discerned the end of the wicked." Surely you set them in slippery places, you cast them down in ruin. Oh, how suddenly do they come to destruction, come to an end and perish from terror. Like a dream when one awakens, O Lord, when you arise, you will make their image vanish. When my mind became embittered, I was sorely wounded in my heart. I was stupid and had no understanding. I was like a brute beast in your presence. Yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You will guide me by your counsel, and afterwards receive me with glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And having you I desire nothing upon earth. Though my flesh and my heart should waste away, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Truly those who forsake you will perish. You destroy all who are unfaithful. But it is good for me to be near God. I have made the Lord God my refuge." I will speak of all your works in the gates of the city of Zion. Glory Glory to to the the Father, and and to the Son, and
1: and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
3: A reading from Ezekiel, chapter 18. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you mean by repeating this proverb concerning the land of Israel? The parents have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, says the Lord God, this proverb shall no more be used by you in Israel. Know that all lives are mine. The life of the parent as well as the life of the child is mine. It is only the person who sins that shall die. Yet you say, why should not the son suffer for the iniquity of the father? When the son has done what is lawful and right, and has been careful to observe all my statutes, he shall surely live. The person who sins shall die. A child shall not suffer for the iniquity of a parent, nor the parent suffer for the iniquity of a child. The righteousness of the righteous shall be his own, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be his own. But if the wicked turn away from their sins that they have committed and keep all my statutes and do what is lawful and right, they shall surely live. They shall not die. None of the transgressions that they have committed shall be remembered against them. For the righteousness that they have done, they shall live. Have I any pleasure in the death of the wicked, says the Lord God, and not rather that they should turn from their ways and live? But when the righteous turn away from the righteousness and commit iniquity and do the same abominable things that the wicked do, shall they live? None of the righteous deeds that they have done shall be remembered. For the treachery of which they are guilty and the sin they have committed, they shall die. Yet you say, The way of the Lord is unfair. Hear now, O house of Israel, is my way unfair? Is it not your ways that are unfair? When the righteous turn away from their righteousness and commit iniquity, they shall surely die for it. For the iniquity that they have committed, they shall die. Again, when the wicked turn away from the wickedness they have committed and do what is lawful and right, they shall save their life. Because they considered and turned away from all their transgressions that they had committed, they shall surely live. They shall not die. Yet the house of Israel says, The way of the Lord is unfair. O house of Israel, are my ways unfair? Is it not your ways that are unfair? Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, all of you according to your ways, says the Lord God. Repent and turn from all your transgressions. Otherwise, iniquity will be your ruin. Cast away from you all the transgressions that you have committed against me, and get yourselves a new heart and a clean spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, says the Lord God. Turn then and live. Here ends the reading.
1: Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the the glory glory of the Lord Lord has dawned dawned upon you, you. For behold, You will call your walls salvation, and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory.
3: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever.
1: Amen.
4: A reading from the letter to the Hebrews, chapter 7. There is, on the one hand, the abrogation of an earlier commandment, because it was weak and ineffectual, for the law made nothing perfect. There is, on the other hand, the introduction of a better hope, through which we approach God. This was confirmed with an oath, for others who became priests took their office without an oath, but this one became a priest with an oath, because of the one who said to him, the Lord has sworn and will not change his mind, you are a priest forever. Accordingly, Jesus has also become the guarantee of a better covenant. Furthermore, the former priests were many in number, because they were prevented by death from continuing in office, but he holds his priesthood permanently, because he continues forever. Consequently, he is able for all time to save those who approach God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. For it was fitting that we should have such a high priest, holy, blameless, undefiled, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. Unlike the other high priests, he has no need to offer sacrifices day after day, first for his own sins and then for those of his people. This he did once for all, when he offered himself. For the law appoints as high priests those who are subject to weakness. But the word of the oath, which came later than the law, appoints a son, who has been made perfect forever. Here ends the reading.
1: My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For For he he has has looked looked with favor favor on his his lowly servant. servant. For he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Luke chapter 10. Just then, a lawyer stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, "'What is written in the law? What do you read there?' He answered, "'You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself.' And he said to him, "'You have given the right answer. Do this, and you will live.' But wanting to justify himself, he asked Jesus, "'And who is my neighbor?' was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers. He said, the one who showed him mercy. Jesus said to him, Go, and do likewise. Here ends the reading. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord.
0: He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ.
1: We entreat you, O Lord.
0: O God, the King of glory, you have exalted your only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph to your kingdom in heaven. Do not leave us comfortless, but send us your Holy Spirit to strengthen us and exalt us to that place where our Savior Christ has gone before, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of the bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep tend the sick, Lord Christ, give rest to the weary, bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. I invite your prayers of intercession or thanksgiving.
3: Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants,
0: give you humble thanks.